0: Welcome to Bros Watch PLL Two. I am Benjamin Light, and I am Marco Sparks. And this week we're going to be talking about S three E two of Pretty Little Liars. Blood is a new black.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, can I just say real quick a personal anecdote? Yeah. I did uh, some traveling very recently, mm. and on an airport shuttle, I was I was listening to some podcasts because I wanted to pass the time, and I did not want to speak to anybody. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people want to talk to me. Um, <laughs> and so i didn't realize that the young woman sitting next to me was as observant as she was so at one point she leans over and she says are you listening to a pretty little liars podcast
0: <laughs> were you like yes it's my own that's not weird
1: i just mumbled something as i'd been up for many many hours at that point just something like
0: like you don't know me you don't know my struggle or whatever but <laughs> you really just, say that to a stranger that's that's not that's rude
1: but i'm trying to think, I, Yes, I do run my own Real Liars podcast. It's wonderful. You should listen to it. You can be our third ever fan.
0: I feel like I'd feel weirder acknowledging that it was my podcast exactly that exactly. I was listening to than just a podcast.
1: Exactly. That's why I, I would think.
0: probably just play it off like, "Oh yeah, I am," and not not mention that it was my podcast.
1: Well, and I probably should have done the thing where I, I said that, and you know, it's pretty good. You should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Sounds a lot like you." I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't going to, like, hand over my headphones or anything like that. Yeah. Even when she gets to a computer or, you know, on her home phone or whatever. Yeah.
0: Just tell her, hey, man, bros watch PLL, too. Exactly.
1: <laughs> more hey. and more. We need, we need those shirts. Uh, uh, yes. So.
0: Blood is a New Black. Uh, we open with some quick shots of a chalkboard, a blackboard, with words underlined, like, secret, insane, and motives. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, Ella's English class. She's passing out some tests, or I don't know what she's passing out, homework something. or something. First yeah. few liars we see are Spencer and Aria, which I feel like they go well with secret, insane, and motives.
1: Well, it's not just a secret. It's Well, it's not just a secret. It's a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, They're talking yeah. about
0: of Gabler. Yeah. It's a book. that's apparently about... Uh, I don't know what it is. It's about a manipulative sociopath who blackmails people for fun. That That's what what the wiki told me. Yeah. Um, just, just a quick
1: reminder too about Ella. Her and Byron have consciously uncoupled at this point. Yes. But also the school year has obviously started senior year.
0: Yeah, that's right. It uh, wasn't school time last year. It is this year. And Ella is blathering on about how you're not just going to be able to coast through my class senior year. And everyone's like, whatever. Um, Emily opens up her purse and finds that there is a necklace inside, mm-hmm. a necklace made out of little, those little beads where you can spell stuff because they have letters on them. And then mm-hmm. in beneath each word is a human tooth. Uh, yeah. And it says, dead girls can't smile. Yeah. Well done, eh? And so Emily kind of loses her shit. There's a nice, like, reverse zoom as Emily realizes what this is and mm-hmm. runs out of the room. Ella's like, is everything okay, Emily? And I like how Spencer and Arya just get up and follow her. And Ella's just like, I guess I'm not even the teacher. Fine, just go.
1: (laughs) This is maybe a minute and a half after I just told you how strict Mm -hmm. I'm going to be, by all means. All the
0: other kids in the class are just like, ugh, God. Why did I get stuck in a class with these bitches?
1: Well, I feel like some of them are just like, oh, thank God they're not in the room anymore. (laughs) I can breathe.
0: They're like, wow, they lasted in class like a whole five minutes.
1: Yeah. They run into Hannah, who's in the hallway, who's probably late. Well, this is um, interesting,
0: like, is is Hannah, is she not in their English class? Yeah, or, I don't know. Is, like, is she late or is she in a different class? I, I'm going to have to watch for that now.
1: You would think that with the exception of, like, Spencer's classes, because she's probably taking, like, all AP classes, mm-hmm. that they would put them all in the same classroom just to minimize the other students who are terrified of their existence. Well, it,
0: it is a little suspect that Spencer would be in the same English classes like Emily or, yeah. or Aria. But, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they're all in the, the advanced class, except for Hannah, who's in, like, the dumb class. I can see it. Um, so they all
1: rush into the bathroom. And they find Emily. Emily, she's, like, washing her hands. She's, like, trying to calm down. She shows them the necklace. Uh, Arya goes straight to... Are those Allison's? It wasn't enough to steal her bones. Now we're going to get pieces of her delivered to us?
0: <laughs> she's like, I hope.
1: Yeah, there's, there, like, there's, over the course of the show, there's some very passionate, bizarre, ridiculous lines from Lucy Hale, and she sells them.
0: Well, is a little interesting in this episode. She kind of, like, dries a lot of their interpretations of events. Yes, yeah, she does. Maybe a little too much.
1: Uh, yeah, she but does. Spencer she's, she's says, uh, all her own.
0: yeah, Spencer's like, oh, they're probably not even human. And Hannah's like, uh, no, they are. I, you know, I worked at this dentist's office for, like, two seconds, and uh spencer questions her her you know real knowledge she might have gained from that but hannah's like everything was shaped like a, t- a tooth there like i know what a human tooth looks like
1: yeah so uh there's some noise in the hallways presumably the class has just gotten out or period has just ended so the girls all reconvene in the bathroom
0: stall oh, They're all I in a one single one. stall yeah
1: yeah, which is maybe not going to give you any more cover, and is only going to look more suspicious should someone ever use one of these bathrooms. I think like there's a bathroom that only the four girls and Jenna use. Like all the other girls in the school, like have a different bathroom. Like same people use.
0: I'm trying to think of uh, uh, who another random student would be that would we'll walk in, but the only one I can think of is Mona. But uh, say like uh, like Samara is there for some reason, and she like walks into that bathroom, and she just sees four four pairs of you know legs under the stall you just walk back out right yeah You're just or, like, or, or like i don't know hey, what's hey, going hey, on hey. here i'm leaving
1: yeah oh shit these chicks are up to something again mm-hmm. um yeah so they're at this stall aria wants to go to the cops now
0: well she points out Well, aria's like, hey, like we should have gone already like you know i told you this is fucking stupid now yeah. we're now we're being set up
1: well especially yeah, like, spencer's like yeah we can't because of the lake house story and and mm-hmm. spencer's just like yeah no shit or Arya's like yeah no shit Aria thinks that they should at least go to their parents. And Spencer well, says, "Well, and tell them what."
0: Well, Aria is kind of laying out like, "Hey, like, uh, in case you didn't realize, like, A is obviously trying to frame us here. There's like the grave robbing, those pictures, the, this necklace. Now, you know, like, we're just we're being incriminated with all this shit." Yeah, uh, and well. then Emily has to jump in and try to like take the blame.
1: Yeah, and everyone's just like, "Put a pin in."
0: They're like, Jesus "I thought Christ. we were done with that in the last episode." we're
1: tired of hearing this. But Mm -hmm. yeah, Spencer's just like, you know, tell them what? We don't know what this A knows. Do you want to take the the blame for every single lie we've ever told? Yeah, but everyone is like, shut the fuck up, Emily. Please. Mm -hmm. Um, Hannah does mention that it would be helpful for Emily to start remembering some shit from that night.
0: Mm -hmm. That's what happened. Should we talk about what Ari is wearing here?
1: Please, God, do.
0: This is a, it's like a beige dress that's fairly tight up top but then kind of has like these poofy you know like layers down down below the waist it's really low cut um, the when you first
1: see her at, back in ellis classroom obviously it's just from the like the midriff up mm-hmm. it really looks like she's wearing just like a
0: filthy wife beater no it's a little more like, textured like a filthy little that.
1: like like tank top thing um, like
0: it's it's super low cut there's a lot of skin showing the straps on her shoulders are, like, basically, like, leather, like, belt buckle fastener type things. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, just aesthetically, it's super weird to look at. But Arya's showing off a lot of skin here. Uh, yeah. Um. So, so they, they get the necklace out, and there's debate, the you know, like, who's going to take it? Arya wants to hold on to it. But then, Hannah, like, tries to grab it. And, like, and oops, fell in the toilet right in front of them that they're all standing around. Yeah. And so I like how, like, Spencer's, like, she's pulling up her sleeve, she's about to go down and get it, and Arya's, like, she stops her, and she's like, be careful, the motion sensor, you know, and then Spencer's kind of like, do you want to get it? And Arya's like, well, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so they have to be careful because of the motion sensor, which I love that Arya's well aware of, like, toilet mechanics. Um mm-hmm. uh, then the bell rings, everyone kinda startles, they jump. It's not clear to me if Spencer actually had her hand in the water yet. She was just
0: Spencer's just getting her hand in the water when the bell rings and they all kinda like flinch and the toilet flushes and bye-bye necklace. Uh some cool POV shots from the toilet looking up at the four liars <laughs> in the scene. Pretty creative. The toilet
1: really becomes like the fifth member of the group for mm-hmm. a minute there. Um so before we get to the like, break down the girls individually, there's a after the, the credits, we get with the girls again at their usual table out in the quad. I they're, feel like we need
0: some sort of, like, catchphrase or name for, like, these, like, liar meetups, you know? Yeah, really.
1: Uh, the clubhouse that they that they join
0: them in, the four of them together. But, yeah, they're, like, lamenting the
1: loss of the necklace. And Spencer informs Hannah that she has to go back to Radley. Well, and
0: they're talking about, like, Ari's like, oh, the cops could have, like, dusted that necklace or fingerprints, you know? And Emily's like, yeah, they would have had mine on it. Yeah.
1: Um. But I love that Spencer informs Hannah, like, "This is your marching orders for this episode." Yeah,
0: you must go back to Radley and find out what Mona knows.
1: Arya basically leans in, like, concurs or like co-signs mm-hmm. on this, like, "Yeah, Hannah, you have to do this," or whatever.
0: And then Mona Emily, no
1: one has never, never been working alone, and she's probably still giving orders. Sorry, that's that's yeah. Arya's reasoning.
0: Emily brings up Garrett, and so Spencer's like, "All right, well, I will talk to Garrett if Hannah goes and talks to Mona." Yeah. And like how Hannah doesn't say anything, she just looks pissed off, like, gets up and silently throws her chips away. And it's always, always a bad sign when Hannah's not hungry or not eating or yeah. know, denying food.
1: Well, if she has a look on her face or part of the scene like, "Oh, I have two bosses now."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but yeah, she's she's pissed off because last week they ripped her new one for seeing Mona. And now they want her to go back there.
0: Yeah. Um, but Spencer, yeah, Spencer so, Spencer and Arya are nothing if not pragmatic.
1: Yeah. So Hannah storms off a little bit as she's like looking back at them to throw away her shit. She passes the Jenna thing, who's entering the stage, and she kind of looks back at the girl and is just like, deal with that, <laughs> Hannah out.
0: <laughs> Jenna thing has the uh, the sunglasses and the cane out, so still still blind. Yeah. 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 Spencer's like, you know, it's just really shady that Jenna thing was gone all summer at music camp, and just before school started, she like showed back up. And then Arya's like, yeah, and Lucas, that guy's shady. And like, like this magical thing happens where suddenly, like, it's just been agreed upon that like Lucas is working with Jenna because midnight is their witching hour. Or fourteenth, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, and Emily's just like, "Wait a minute, when did this? You know, when did we all agree to this?" And they're like, "Shut up, Emily. We're working on a theory." Well,
1: Arya's just like, "You saw the two in the together with the black swan, the masquerade ball." Duh. Q-E- QED. Guilty. Yeah, like, did uh, did all that drinking, like, fuck up your brain? Yeah. Jesus.
0: Do we really need to explain it? Like, do we have to so draw uh, you a map?
1: While they're walking around, in the, while they're talking, in the background, Mona, who, or, uh, we are talking about how Mona may have a whole outfield of, like, people working she, for Mona, Mona could have
0: her. an entire outfield playing for her, is what Ari yeah. says, yeah.
1: But in the background, Jenna knocks over some guy's soda, <laughs> like, onto himself.
0: Yeah, like, oops, I'm blind. I Which, love that Jenna does that.
1: I would have loved if they like this is a movie version. Mm-hmm. You would have full on seen that in the background as Arya was talking. Yeah, but yeah, you overhear like some guys like it's okay, Jenna,
0: <laughs> and Arya says it's just is it just me or is she blinder than last year?
1: Love that. So from that we talk about Arya. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bit where Emily's walking down the hallway of Spencer and Arya complaining about her makeup test that she has to do, and we see they're like they they're like in the lockers area. Down one in the hallway, we see Ella, who's like talking to some people. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily's mentioned that if she doesn't take these these tests; she'll have to repeat the eleventh grade. And Arya is ecstatic about well, well, Emily on up being tutored by Ezra.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll talk about most of that in the in the Emily section, but yeah. basically, Arya's is like, "I am Shanghaiing you into uh, having Fitz tutor you." Uh, but then, as she's kind of talking about this, she looks over and spots Meredith, good old Meredith, uh, Byron's uh, the the one. Who Byron is making out with way back when in the first secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meredith's talking to some adult, probably like a faculty member.
1: Yeah, or like a vice principal or something. Um, Arya is suddenly freaking out about why is Meredith here and like what if Ellis
0: sees her. I like that Spencer just straight up calls her a skink.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: no hesitation. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, once Meredith is free, uh, Arya goes up and talks to her and asks her what she's doing here. But oh, she just like Meredith-
0: demands to know what Meredith is doing. Here. Yeah,
1: Meredith is just like. Oh, hi, Arya. That's right. I forgot you were still a student here.
0: (laughs) And it turns out Meredith is applying to teach there. And she says, don't worry, I won't put you down as a reference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, From which we cut to a, uh, you know, parked car afternoon sometime. Arya is just like bitching and moaning to Ezra about her day. And it... Ezra has like the funniest expressions on his face in this scene because he's kind of just like it's he's thinking to himself like this is my life now you know yeah I got I got this girl she's just she chatterbox away about you know oh damn that Meredith that bitch and I had to pretend like I care
1: and it, it only gets it only mm-hmm. gets worse but yeah Ari wants to know like why does Meredith still draw a breath? who's giving her a reference anyway? Yeah, why, why she, she why she's she doing school? this? Oh, like, I, I feel like
0: up this I feel like Ezra like he's learned his lesson from the last time this mm-hmm. kind of shit came up where he's just like I could I could say there are reasons that she may not understand, but that will only lead me to a world of pain. so I'm gonna play dumb <laughs> you know like well, he, Ezra's probably thinking like, well, I could think of some reasons why someone an adult would do that, but he's gonna keep that to himself.
1: Well, Brian was brought up, and Ezra points out, you know, be careful. There's still a bit of scorched earth considering, you know, Ezra and Arya and this and this family. Mm-hmm. And Arya's like, "What? That? That's MBD. My dad is totally cool with us now, Ezra." And he's like, "So why am I dropping you off three blocks from your
0: house?" <laughs> she says, "Because he's still in that place."
1: Yeah. Um. Everything about Arya is scorched earth. <laughs> am I right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and she then Arya, oh god, she's so fucking insane. She's like, she starts complaining about how, oh, I hate having to like sneak around and like keep things from my dad. I feel like we're going backwards. Yeah, she's
1: not living the perfect life she wants to be Yeah, perfect. it's just like, oh,
0: Jesus Christ, Arya. ezra's ezra's like, you know, we we just had dinner with your mom. What the fuck are you talking about? You it's know, like one battle like, at a time. One battle at a time. Yeah, like, chill the chill the fuck out. You like, we don't need a crisis right now.
1: So they start to kiss a little bit. Then Emily calls Aria. And Aria kind of micromanages both of these two at once. Of like, Emily, call Ezra. Ezra's not busy right now. Well, and that's all That's like, all no she no.
0: says. She's like, Emily, why haven't you called Ezra yet? Call him right now. Click. You know? Yeah.
1: What did she say? She says he's not busy right now. Yeah. And, and so Ezra's I like, like, like. just like, I'm not even getting the action in the car here. Yeah.
0: Well, and Ezra's thinking like, I never really said I wanted to do this. But. Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, Arya is like two birds, one stone. That's how things work in Arya World.
0: hmm Congrats, Fitz. Your life is now being run by a seventeen year old girl.
1: But yeah, she's and she's just like he's like, you know, I, I haven't agreed to like answer the phone when she calls. And she's just like, Ezra, please. She's thinking. And starts mm-hmm. to get out of the car. Yeah. Yeah, Ezra Arya completely owns every inch of this poor man's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is fun employed and you feel like he's still picking up her dry cleaning or something, you
0: know? Or it's like, oh, you have nothing to do? Good. I have a whole list of shit for you. Yeah, yeah. These bizarre,
1: you know, bird-like outfits that I wear don't, yeah. like, dry clean themselves.
0: Ezra is gonna go home and, like, I don't know, play a video game, read a book. No, that's not happening. Yes. Give his bu- buddy Hardy a call. That's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> he's gotta tutor a girl for free. I mean, Emily, I don't think, money's not changing hands here, right?
1: I don't, like, Emily can afford this? Yeah, I know. Well, first of all, Emily can not afford this, and then, even if, if she could, like, she has to explain to Pam what this money's going to. Emily should be like, hey, Ezra, how my come... friend's boyfriend, who's <laughs> also
0: formerly my English teacher. Emily needs to be like, hey, Ezra, how come I have a job and you don't? Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Burned. Um, so, the next day... Uh, the setup for the scene, will get on more, but Emily is telling the other liars about her study sash with Ezra. And Hannah has the great line in front of Arya. Like, what do you call him? Like Ezra or Mr. Fitz? And <laughs> Emily's like, I-, I don't call him either. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I like Hannah in this scene. She's wearing a like strapless sleeveless blue dress with yellow trim, the like, cleavage all over the place. Like I love that girls dress like this in high school on the show. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. A- every dude in the school would just kind of like be walking into walls as they, they passed her by.
1: I, I don't have any notes about Arya's outfit, but I believe this is the scene where she's wearing that incredibly bright number.
0: Yeah, yeah. Arya's dress like an insane, like she looks like out of like like a comic, like a Sunday morning comic. She's just wearing like all like like green and cyan and magenta and yellow. Like I don't even know what the hell's going but on. It's, right. like a,
1: it's like a neon yellow. It's like something like a like a neon yellow, like a road crew would mm-hmm. be wearing on the on a vest. But um, yeah, Arya's.
0: She's talking about how, like, she's so sick of, like, this whole thing with Ezra and her dad, and, you know, Emily's just like, well, he'll get over it, you know, my mom eventually got over it with uh, Samara, and Arya's like, well, I don't think my dad's gonna be making, you know, oh, no! So
1: she says, by the time that Samara was coming around, Pam was bonding with her over arts and crafts, and then Arya says, I don't see my dad scrapbooking for Ezra anytime soon.
0: Don't you, though? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, is basically complaining, like, whoa, is Arya? This don't ask, don't tell thing is really breaking her balls.
0: You really get the feeling that if, if it weren't for the fact that he was fucking uh, Byron's daughter, Ezra and Byron could, like, bro down over some scotch about, like, Henry James. Well, can I
1: obviously can I give you five words? This mm-hmm. is some serious scotch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Arya opens her locker. All the liars are here, by the way. It's not just Hannah or Emily. Uh, and in the locker, there's an envelope hanging. It's like from the, the top. She opens it up. There's no note, but there's an earring in it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like kind of a, I don't know what stone that is. Pinkish something or other. Just a little. Well, the, s- the, the girls are earring. asking her
1: about it, but Arya does that thing where she stares off into space, cueing She's the flashback. Like,
0: I'm sorry, guys. I have to have a flashback right now.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's Arya and Allie. They're at Hollis College, got the pink hair. Pink, pink streaks for aria she's
1: got some super pink streaks like the mm-hmm. pink stripe is gone it's just full-on pink
0: streaks they're breaking into byron's office because they're looking for evidence that he's still cheating and ali's like this is going to save your parents marriage or something
1: <laughs> yeah well, aria's like if my dad says it marriage history then i believe him and then allison's like oh grow up they probably do it on that couch daily <laughs>
0: and so then like as they're they're kind of snooping around and like a janitor comes by so that's like duck down and hide and when they get back up Allie's she has found an earring the the same earring that aria just got in her locker and you know it's like oh this must be meredith's earring aria looks and finds another on the couch and so it's like oh these you know meredith was here Allison's like, I
1: hear that breakup sex is the best.
0: Well, she also says you can probably find her panties in the mini fridge. Yeah, Arya's all devastated. I like how in this scene, the actress who plays Allison is uh, probably 16. Mm-hmm. And what's her face? Lucy Hale's probably like 23 or something. But like, it really does seem like Ali's, like the more mature and older one in this scene.
1: Well, she has to explain to Arya what the backslide is.
0: Mm-hmm. And Arya's like, I don't understand why my dad would lie to me. And Allie's just, like, making her feel feel small and naive, you know? And so Allie's like, well, if you if you really want to get rid of her, you're going to need to make your dad see who who she really is. A vindictive, home-wrecking bunny boiler is how she describes her. Nice. Which is a fatal attraction reference. reference yeah.
1: yeah, nice. You just, you picture, them like, Allison, like, like their, like, junior high, their sleepovers would consist of, like, the girls, like, drinking, like, the most tamest of alcoholic drinks and watching, like, fatal attractions and coming mm-hmm. of night.
0: I'll bet the writers are... They just wish sometimes that they could have Allie say, say like, cunt, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So Allie picks up, like, a coffee mug that's got some, like, stale old coffee in it and pours it all over Byron's desk. And then the girls just proceed to trash the office. And Arya's really getting into it. Like, she's just going nuts. They're like
1: tearing up pillows. They're writing on the walls of lipstick. They're writing things like "you pig" and "you can't
0: leave me." Well, Arya's like tearing pages out of books, like smashing yeah. family photos. Yeah, Arya's having a good old time. Um, and they're they're and making Aria... it look like Meredith did this, is what they're doing.
1: Well, then she picks up the Montgomery family photo and she crosses out Byron's face. <laughs> um,
0: and then we come it's... back.
1: So and obviously, somewhere in this flashback days, Arya has told the other three liars the story, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "Well, how come you never told us this?" And Arya's like, "Well, why would I?" <laughs> yeah,
0: she's like, "I felt pretty awful by the time I got home," um, and for Alice in the secrecy, yeah, she, the earrings that she found, she gave those to Allie's mom to put in Allie's casket because Allie's mom had asked them all if they had anything they wanted to put in the casket back when they found Allie, so. This so, was this is something that was definitely stolen from Allison's grave.
1: Minor spoiler alert. Will we see what the other three girls put in the casket? Perhaps. Okay. Um. So later, Arya's leaving school, and she gets a text from Ezra about his his second study session with Emily. Mm-hmm. The text message over- alert alert is overheard by the Jenna thing, who it's, says,
0: "Arya, is that you?" Well, this is as she's walking out of school, like on the steps of the school. Yeah yeah and, jen, jen is like oh i recognize the ringtone <laughs> and she wants aria to be her accompanist for a recital that Jenna's doing and she's like oh it'll just you know you can come over to my house to practice it'll just be like a couple nights a week or something like that a couple rehearsals and we'll be yeah. good to go and aria is basically like her face and, and what she says is basically just like ew gross you know yeah She's like, yeah. I, I'm not even trying to think up good lies. And oh, look, look at that! My my dad's waving at me over there. I have to go.
1: Yeah. So Arya bounces away, and Jenna dips her glasses down and watches her go. Of her clearly not
0: blind. Yeah. Lies. Jenna's like, "You're a fucking liar, bitch." I like how in this scene, Jenna has been eating pistachios. I think it is, and yeah. she's arranging the shells in this weird circular pattern, kind of like like Carcosa, you know
1: yeah 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 black stars um Mm -hmm. so later aria's in her bedroom she's looking at the earring and she gets a text this is like at night she gets a text from a daddy needs to know or let the other one go or i let the other one go or i let the other one go night night yeah so i let the other one go to the police
0: oh that's right yeah. yeah so the other earring is what it means and then Ari hears a noise outside her window oh, and looks up, nothing's there, but then as she turns away, like a shadow moves by outside. Yeah.
1: So the next morning, uh, Arya's getting ready for school. Byron passes by her room. She, she calls him in to talk to her. She has him sit down and he's like sitting there, like looking up at her, waiting. <laughs> and you just got to know that like Byron is just like, what new fresh hell is she about to drop on my
0: world? Mm-hmm. And she's basically like, hey, remember that time Meredith trashed her office a couple years ago?
1: Yeah, she's like, you know how your office was trashed a few years ago? And I know that I'm not supposed to know that because you thought it was Meredith who did it, but it was me.
0: Mm -hmm. Byron looks very angry. He's like, why why are you telling me this now? Was it because you saw Meredith? And Arya's like, sure.
1: Yeah, whatever you want to hear.
0: The Byron's not happy, and Arya immediately gets defensive. Like, oh, I only did it to break you guys up,
1: you know. Well, and he's like, "Do you have any idea how close I came to calling the cops all those years ago because I thought she was threatening to hurt this family?" He's like, "I said a like, lot." She of, already had.
0: Yeah, and Byron's just like, "I said a lot of fucked up shit to her, and now I find out it was you." And he's—they both owe Meredith an apology, and he's not going to do it for Arya.
1: Yeah, and like Arya, I mean, this is the point of the points where after Byron leaves the room, Arya would have <laughs> just straight up been like, "Fuck."
0: <laughs> and so Arya comes to the brew to meet Meredith for her it's awkward really apology. Actual, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is this is something I really love. Is this is how her her apology leads off? She says, "I know that this is ancient history, but I need to clarify something," which is the exact word Ezra used when he confessed his his love for Arya to her parents. Uh, there's something they need to clarify. I, like, They're all this clarifying shit.
1: Yeah. Well, because their feelings are so complex.
0: It'd be like if we went to the cops and were like, I need to clarify something. Uh, I murdered that person. Yeah. They're like, Just oh, that was very very clarifying. Those ten headless bodies?
1: That was me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Arya's like, I'd rather not do this here. And Meredith is like, here is where we are.
0: So she starts to, like, remember the time all this shit happened. And Meredith's like, yeah, yeah, I I know the story, you know. <laughs> Let's get to the apology part. Yeah. Um, And then Meredith has to make it weird. She's like, well, thank you. I hope I hear the same thing from Byron tomorrow since I'm having lunch with him. I guess I can thank you for that in your fucking face. Yeah,
1: Arya's not pleased about that. I I like that uh, Meredith mentions that she still remembers Byron's threats on her voicemail mm-hmm. yesterday. Which, I, I love it. I, I get the, the wanting to stick it to Arya. Like, oh, I'm going to see your dad tomorrow. You set that up. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. But, like, there's still this kind of weird thread between these two, even from season one, as if Byron's a catch.
0: Well, it's like, Meredith, you're not an unattractive girl. You got... You know you're you're still young. You've got your life ahead of you. Teacher. Why? Why Byron?
1: <laughs> Makes sense if you're a college student. I can see where you might look up to your college professor. Yeah. But in all the years since then, don't you have haven't anything? You think, haven't you experienced what other men are like?
0: Yeah. Go find yourself a Fitz at least.
1: Yeah. Really. Well, maybe maybe Byron's <laughs> the original Fitz. Yeah. Uh, I guarantee that he is. Um, so Arya starts to give Meredith back her earring, and she's like, "You know, when I when I find the other one, I give that to you too." And Meredith's like, "This isn't my earring."
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we can assume that Allie planted it there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Just because Allie wanted to fuck up Byron's shit,
1: because that's how Allie rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, are we ready to talk about Hannah?
0: I think we are. Yeah, there's nothing more of Arya there. Basically, just she takes the earring back because Meredith's like, "Not mine." Yeah, so Hannah, she's at school, goes to see Caleb in a classroom. Caleb's like fixing one of the school's computers. Mm -hmm. And Hannah's like, you know, you should be getting paid for that. And he's like, I should be. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: So this is this is right after she's been ordered to go see Mona. So she has to lie and say that she needs to help her mom pick out an outfit so she can't do like their like dinner thing tonight.
1: It's a bad lie, and Caleb sees right through
0: it. And Caleb's like, "Yeah, that's cool," even though I know you're lying. Basically, he's looking very suspicious at her.
1: I wanted him to like later text her the same picture that that Mona sent. You know, where it's like Caleb and Ashley like cheek to cheek at some clothing store. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so later Hannah's meeting with Mona in her room at the sanitarium, and she's telling Mona some stories of people from school. And one of the bits is Noel Khan thinks that some guy is a genius because he can burp the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs>
0: Well, Khan, it's funny because I, I think he's supposed to be like a complete douche. Yeah. And he, he is in some ways, but there's something about the character that at least suggests a, a slight level of intelligence. Like he's not a complete idiot, you know? He'd, but oh, like they really want to portray him as a complete frat boy.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that was a pretty smart manipulation of Ezra in season one. Which one? Well, when he was trying to, uh, you know, I think you need to check again on on this test.
0: Oh, that, yeah. I mean, he mm-hmm. knew
1: Ezra had weaknesses. and He was going to manipulate them.
0: Um, but but apparently so, he thinks this guy is a genius. Yeah. And Mona is still not talking or really even reacting.
1: And Hannah's getting frustrated at that, you know, from Mona's catatonicness. And she's, you know, asking her, oh, hey, is, has Nolcon ever come to visit you?
0: Well, when uh, she asks that, suddenly Mona kind of looks over and makes eye contact. Yeah. And I'm it's almost like Mona, Mona's. Mo- Mona's communicating. It's like, oh, really? So that's what your angle is, you know, because yeah. she's like, has has Noel? Have you heard from Noel? Has he come to visit? Has anyone come to visit besides me? You know, and Mona's just staring at her, like I see through your, you know, feeble mind games.
1: It, but it is so dark and sexy and intense. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah.
0: So Hannah freaks out. Yeah, she gets angry, and she says, uh, you know, I could tell the police how you know, how he, like, tried to run me over, and you'd go to jail, and you'd be sharing a jail cell with somebody calling you peach pie while you braid her back hair.
1: Yeah. And Hannah's like, you owe me. Um, So, yeah, Hannah, like, throws away her visitor's badge. Well, not, not just you chair. owe me.
0: She says, you owe me. You've made my life a nightmare. You owe me. You know? And then she's yeah. like, picks up her chair and throws it, like, two feet away just for, for added effect.
1: Just then, Ren comes running in, agitated, and pronounces, this visit
0: is over. Well, he sees a chair, and he's just like, this visit is over. Good work by Ashley Benson in that scene. like, She just looks like she's at the end of her rope with Mona. Yeah. So, yeah, she th- she throws her name tag down, and after Ren and Hannah leave, Mona grabs a name tag from the trash. Mm-hmm. So, Afterwards, what's uh, Mona going to do with that name tag? The River's Harris- name tag, by the way.
1: Yeah, Hannah's sitting in the hallway, and Ren is getting some coffee from the machine for himself. He tells her that he knows that Mona deserves to be drawn and quartered, <laughs> and he understands that Hannah wants to punish her. Um,
0: when Hannah's like, well, that's not why I came here. And Ren talks about how he once threw a bowl of soup at his dad in a place like this. His dad apparently went nuts when Ren was like 10. He in- uh, he checked
1: out of the family and moved into the chaos inside his own head.
0: <laughs> interesting, you know, I mean we we've tracked the mental illness in, in Arya's family and how that's probably why she's insane. Uh right. but Ren apparently has some mental illness up in his family.
1: What well, does it explain why Ren is so attracted to Melissa and Spencer?
0: I think so, yeah. Cuz they're clearly deranged masterminds.
1: Mhm. Um Hannah's frustrated because Mona won't even apologize to her. And he says that she needs to accept that. He says that uh, what Hannah may be doing here is grieving for the Mona she didn't know as much as the one she thought that she did.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it's an ambiguous loss.
1: That's what's yeah. called in medical terms. Yeah. Like
0: a death without the body. Mona's gone, but still here. Yeah. And then he finally gives her the coffee he poured at the beginning of that scene.
1: Yeah, I, I kept thinking, like, who the hell is this coffee for? <laughs> I
0: was like, is he going to drink the coffee? No, he's just <laughs> holding on to it. So, I don't know how anyone drinks coffee that hot. Like the coffee you get out of the machine is always way too hot. Right.
1: Yeah. So for a minute there, like Hannah gives Ren this look, like Ren gets me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of something there.
1: Yeah. It's the, it's an understanding or something. Um. The next night, Hannah's on the phone of Arya talking about Arya being invited over to Janice' thing to play music together, and, mm-hmm. and Hannah's asking, you know, Arya if she ever got a note accompanying that earring to cement that it was from A. And Arya says no, which, why would Arya need to get a note? She knows who it's from. It's from herself. <laughs> um, so Arya tells Hannah that she'd feel better knowing that she was going back there to talk to Mona. And Hannah's just like, yeah, uh, I don't know, bye, because uh, well, the walking in.
0: All the chicks in this episode are basically like, Hannah, I don't care what you need to do to Mona, I just want info, you know? Yeah. You, get a, you go waterboard her, you get some bamboo under the fingernails, we don't really Sleep care. Her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll get her talking.
1: Um, yeah, Caleb is walking back in at their dinner, and so that's when Hannah's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know, bye, and hangs up the phone.
0: Well, Caleb he's like, sorry that took forever to get this takeout, because the, they gave his order to someone else, which to me is like a really weird detail. Like, what is, what can we infer from that?
1: I bet there's like a deleted scene where like, Arya's like eating the exact same
0: food. <laughs> well, because it, it doesn't really come up again. It's But yeah. I, I find it interesting that they put that in there. They do that occasion with these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah,
1: they're, they're setting up the food to eat, and Hannah is caught checking out the clock. And you know, Caleb asks her, is there someone else she needs to be? And she's like, no. Yeah. So no. later, you know, uh, she gets caught, like, looking at the clock again, and Caleb can't stand it anymore. And he's finally asked her, like, where does she need to go? She mm-hmm. finally opens up that she says that she's thinking about visiting Mona.
0: And Caleb says, why now? And she says, it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> which is the go-to word in the Caleb-Hannah relationship. Exactly. Um, so they basically have a little fight over this. Caleb doesn't want Mona anywhere near Hannah. And Hannah says, that you know, it, it hurts me to see Mona like this. I'm having an ambiguous loss. <laughs> he's like, where the hell did you pick that up? <laughs> and she's like, Google.
1: But finally, uh, you know, like, Hannah turns her back and says she doesn't want to have this fight. And that's when Caleb is just like, fine. He'll go with her. That. Uh, she says, you know, by the time that they get there, the visiting hours will be over. So he says, fine, we'll go to there together
0: tomorrow. And and Hannah's like, well, why would you do this? And he says, because I love you. I don't want us sneaking around on each other. And Hannah's so, like, oh, dear, that's going to be a problem long term. Yeah. So the next
1: day, Hannah and Caleb go on a date to Radley together.
0: <laughs> yeah. At Radley, Caleb's going to wait outside in the hall. Uh, Hannah has Marin on her name tag now. So it's a Hannah Marin name tag. Yeah, uh, she
1: says it won't take long, and then he tells her if he needs her, you know, if he needs anything, he'll be right there. Mm-hmm. So, Hannah goes into Mona's room and says that she's back, and she's not here to throw any more chairs, and she breaks out the makeup to basically give, like, Mona a makeover.
0: Mona's still not talking, of course. Yeah, so she's going to give Mona a little makeover, which is kind Until of sweet. Mona makeover, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: in the hallway outside Mona's room, Caleb is sitting there playing solitaire on his phone. And Ren comes over and introduces himself.
0: Well, I love the way this scene kind of unfolds because it's we see Caleb playing solitaire on his phone, we see kind of a clo- a side profile close up of Caleb in the foreground, and then in the background, kind of blurry, we can see who was obviously Ren kind of walk by, like stop, look back, say something to the person who like runs the uh like the locked gate and they like buzz him in so he can walk in and talk to Caleb. Like it's really interesting that all that happens like blurry in the background.
1: Yeah. But he's just like, "Oh, hi, I'm I'm Dr. Kingston. Uh, like Hannah knows me as Ren. Mm-hmm. So you've decided to join her this time."
0: <laughs> and Caleb's like, "Yes." Yes. <laughs> like he plays it off like, you know, yeah, Hannah Hannah does what she wants.
1: Yeah. Um, and, you know, Ren he's basically, he's talked to Hannah about this several times, how Hannah's come to terms with this ambiguous loss, and Kayla, like, grits <laughs> his teeth.
0: Kayla just, he's, like, gritting his teeth, nodding, and Ren's just like, anyway, cheerio!
1: Yeah. yeah. And, like,
0: takes off. Uh... <laughs> Ren has done enough damage in, like, one short conversation.
1: Oh, it's like, and I feel like there's a, this current, like, Ren knows he's doing damage.
0: Yeah, he, This is
1: Ren's move. Ren doesn't go after women who, ha- who aren't, like, available. He, he only goes after like women who are. in He wants
0: shit. to let Caleb know, like number one, I'm a doctor. Number two, yeah. I've had conversations with your girlfriend that like she kept from you.
1: And she's opened up to me about things. Yeah, her feelings, her emotions, De- and stuff. Deep
0: shit. Anyway, catch you He's, later, bro.
1: Like emotionally, smell my finger. Mm-hmm. Um, which I would love if the next episode, if Ren asks Hannah about the hacker.
0: <laughs> the hacker.
1: Um, so in Mona's room, Hannah finishes the makeover and she's showing Mona her face in the mirror.
0: Cool little shot of Mona looking at herself in the compact mirror.
1: Yeah. Hannah tries to get her open up again and Mona remains silent.
0: I like how when Hannah like kind of compliments Mona and that's when Mona kind of like shuns the mirror and looks away from it. Yeah. And Hannah says, you know, I came here because I know there's still a person in there. And she says, trust me, you're not the first person to hurt me, Mona. You're certainly not the last. And then after two, Whole episodes of Mona not talking at all. She finally says something, and it's amazing. Yeah. She says, you're getting them again, aren't you? The texts. And she says and this then- when Hannah's back is turned, and suddenly Hannah's just like, what? <laughs> you know?
1: And then Kayla lets himself in, because he said, the nurse said the visiting hours are over.
0: Well, it's it's so satisfying to hear Mona say something after all that. Like, it's it's cathartic. Yeah. Like, they really drug that out as long as they possibly could, with Mona just communicating purely through a lack of uh, acknowledgement. Of Hannah, and then she finally gives Hannah something.
1: Well, it's so interesting too because even though they've played every well, this is the second episode. They play these two episodes in such a way that mm-hmm. you know that Mona's manipulating them. You know the whole like being catatonic and then mm-hmm. going and like sneaking behind the door to watch them or stealing Hannah's back. You know there's
0: or, an intelligence underneath it. You yeah, know there's intelligence yeah.
1: there, but they still play this scene as almost as if Hannah imagined those words,
0: and so. Hannah turns around. She's trying to, you know, like what? Like keep talking, bitch. But then Caleb and an orderly come in, and Hannah, like she, she gets Caleb out for a sec. She's like, oh, just give me a sec. But the orderly's still like walking around, doing whatever orderlies do. And and is back to being catatonic now, so she can't get anything out of her.
1: Yeah, and she's just like, you know, like tell me what you're talking about. Tell me about the text. Tell me about the text. You know, she finally, like, you know, Caleb's like, Hannah, seriously, we gotta go. It's visiting hours are
0: over. And Mona, even in her her kind of mask of catatonia, looks very satisfied right now. Yeah, um, it's a very so Hannah, very like, s- subtle smug satisfaction.
1: Yeah, Hannah's like, "I'll be back," and once she's gone, Mona reveals that she pocketed the tweezers and from starts- the
0: from like the makeout session, pocketed some tweezers that Hannah had been using,
1: or the makeup session.
0: Did I say makeout? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I must have been channeling Mona.
1: <laughs> and it's like, that's how I'll make you talk. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts po- poking the tweezers into her finger until it starts to.
0: until <laughs> so it starts drawing blood. And with this, like, in a crazy, like, like gleeful look on her face as she does it. You know, it's like, poke. Oh, yeah, Mona. I love Mona so much.
1: Mona can finally start to feel things. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we talk about Emily.
0: Emily, she's talking about how she has all this makeup work to do to the other liars. or You know, she might get held back to the 11th grade if she doesn't do it. Which I guess because, like, when Mona died, she just, like, cut out on her, the end of junior year. When well, like went, yeah. went, Maya died, yeah. And yeah. apparently I do that a lot, sorry. Um, when Maya died, she just, like, cut out and, like, went to Haiti or whatever. So she never, like, finished all her finals. She, yeah, she said she year. missed
1: all of April. Which kind of tells you where roughly uh, Unmasked ended. It's probably around the end of March. So, we that, hence the five months. It makes sense. We skipped the last two months. You know, it makes
0: sense now. I, without spoiling anything, in the future, it makes no sense what time it is.
1: Well, it flashback to season one and the amazing amount of time that it took for Hannah's to, like broken leg to heal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Time moves faster and then slows down or whatever. In Rosewood. Time is but, a flat uh, circle in Rosewood. Without a doubt. Yeah. There's so many parallels that we make to True Detective on this show. Um, yeah. So. Arya is just... Well, well like, Spencer
0: suggests a tutor. Yeah. And Aria is just like, Fitz, that won't be awkward at all. And Spencer and Emily are like, almost like at the same time, like, that's weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. And Emily's like, I can't think of him as Mr. Fitz anymore after he saw his underwear drawer. And Arya says, those were socks. And Spencer's like, why would his socks have a flap in them? Which, I like how this confirms that they like totally went through all this shit when they were there.
1: You know that Aria like encouraged it. Mm-hmm. She's like, look at this older man's like, stuff. They probably it's got, cold. like,
0: tape measures out.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you can just picture, like, whereas, like, some of the guys, like, the old, the bros, like, put up mm-hmm. the hands, wet apart. They like, talk about, like, how big of a fish they caught. Like, Ari is doing that. Talk about, like, Ezra's length. <laughs> She's like, that's right. All of that inside mm-hmm. of me. Um, so no, later. Took it
0: there, huh? Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: <laughs> later, Ezra is at the rear window of brew, and Emily shows up for their tutoring session. He yeah, offers to get after her Emily's
0: been railroaded into this by Aria, I like how neither Emily nor Ezra wants to do this.
1: Exactly. So he offers to get her some coffee, and Emily's like, "No, thanks, Mister Fizz." And he's like, "Oh, you can call me Ezra," and she's like, "No, I can't."
0: No, can't. And then she says, "But I can try." Yeah.
1: Um. So Emily has four tests coming up: English this Thursday, then chemistry and history, and then Spanish.
0: And Ezra's like, "Well, I'm, you know, I'm glad we can start in a language I actually speak." In not always so well, like it's like a weird that Ezra actually gets like a wordplay line, you know.
1: Well, he's like, he's trying to like make things light with this joke, and Emily's like, half of it is like, This is creepy as shit. The other Mm -hmm. half is she's still like in sullen post Maya mode.
0: Well, and then Ezra goes and he apologizes to Emily about Maya, like, you know, just let you know I'm really sorry, and maybe a little too much, like. Emily's like, no, it's it's okay. Like, don't don't mention it. And he's like, no, really, I'm really sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's excessive. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day at school, Emily is telling the other girls about her study session with Ezra. You know, and Hannah, like, I said asks if she calls him Ezra or Mister Fitz, and Emily says it's easier to call him neither. So after school, Emily meets up with Ezra again. And he has questions for
0: her about symbolism. Yeah, he's quizzing her on symbolism, and he's just like, cat broken dish. But Emily's all like spaced out. Yeah. So quickly,
1: he tries to coach her, telling her that she knows the material. She's been in high pressure situations before. He asks what she would do before jumping in the water, and she says that she listens to music. So he suggests that's just what you'll do before you take these exams.
0: Yeah. Rock out some of your uh, very tastefully curated lesbian rock music.
1: Shitty, shitty music. Yeah. The next day, we catch up with Emily. She's in class, you know, presumably right before this test, listening to this crappy music on her Uh, headphones. Not a fan? no uh and ella walks up with that bemused it doesn't say in the wiki
0: what music it is
1: but ella walks up with that bemused ella smile and she just gestures her to like take the fucking headphones off like where do you think you are Mm -hmm. um blah 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 wait maybe
0: it's to have it all like boss house music
1: Hmm. i don't know i wouldn't know unless we had up like the youtube but uh ella basically says they have 45 minutes to take the test and she'll give them a five-minute warning before she collects the test
0: And so then we come back to the test taking, and she's kind of, she jams through the whole first page, Emily does, you know, it's like she knows her shit. And then she looks up and sees a girl in front of her putting one of those kind of like clips in her hair. Yeah. And suddenly she like flashes to that night. That uh, night. And recalls that she was in a car with a person who was also like putting their their hair up like that. And she kind of like, you know, comes back briefly and then comes back, you know, to the test, and then, like, again, flashes back to the convertible, and she sees that it was Jenna thing, no glasses on. Uh, I feel like you really notice how much Tam and Sersuk and uh, Tori DeVito look alike in this scene. Because for a second, I thought it was Melissa.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I'll give you this, though. It's confusing when you're taking notes and, like, doing a podcast from your notes, because Mm -hmm. all, like, in, like, a a two-inch space on the screen in front of me, I've got Ella, Emily, Ezra, (laughs) and i'm I'm like, I wanna write like Ezra's taking the test that Ella's or Emily's administrating like Ella yeah.
0: Ella causes me problems that name, I don't know why uh it's it's a weird name to say i am always probably saying like Aria or something else, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, so Jenna was apparently driving that car that Emily was in that night,
1: yeah, yeah, and um, so this
0: kind of like Emily's like now just spaced out for the rest of the test, like she never even does anything after that first page, and mm-hmm. test ends and Ella's like, everything okay, Emily? And she's like, Yeah, sorry, I'm done. And and Ella's even like, Do you need more time? But Emily you just, just studied for this? Yeah. Well well, because Emily's Emily, she's just like, you know, I will accept the grade I deserve because I'm a bad person and like just runs off. When she probably could have talked Ella into helping her out here.
1: Yeah, yeah. A- Ella was opening all of the doors. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah, like if, you, if Emily need like another forty five minutes or forty five days or whatever the hell, yeah. But
0: Um, it may not matter, though, because later on that night, apparently late at night, Ella's, like, grading papers at school. And gets to Emily's test and basically sees that, like, you know, the first page was filled out and nothing else was. And so she just starts filling out the rest of the test for her. Yeah.
1: There's a noise outside, like, in the hallway. There's maybe the sense that somebody could be watching her. But we don't really know.
0: Well, Ella kind of looks up, doesn't see anything, goes back to what she's doing. But then we do get, like, a... A semi-POV shot, like, out out in the hallway looking in on Ella, like, through the, the door. You so, never know at the show. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps it's just uh, stylistic, or perhaps someone is watching Ella do my, this.
1: My, I guess my rule of thumb is just basically, like, unless you see a shadow.
0: <laughs> well, I feel like rule of thumb is that A is always watching, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So the next day, Ezra comes by to visit Ella in her classroom, asks if she has a minute, and Ella's like, yeah, sure. This is about Arya. And Ezra's like, oh no, actually, it's about Emily. And Ella's like, what the fuck?
0: Well, And he's Ezra's concerned because Emily kind of seemed distraught after the test. He's, you know, worried that she did poorly. And Ella's kind of like short with him here, you know. But Ezra's like, I just want to know how she did, you know.
1: Well, it's it. This is patriarchal as fuck, though.
0: Yeah, somewhat. He's but then
1: basically showing up to t- see how she did and to lobby that she needs like a second chance or help or whatever. It's like it's like nobody. Well, there's a little bit of Emily. like
0: uh, Ezra wants to be able to take some credit here too, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so wants to know how good his tutoring is.
1: There's some ego here, but it's like nobody in this episode, Emily included, thinks that Emily has any agency.
0: <laughs> well, and and Ellis says Emily did very well. We're all rooting for her to succeed, and Ezra's like, right, hmm. that's a little, yeah, yeah okay, <laughs> yeah. I don't want Ella to just be like, you can go now. <laughs> This is my classroom now. Ezra's like, that's a very weird way to answer that question.
1: Well, I mean, what is Ezra gonna do? Is he gonna go tell Arya that? That's well, too-
0: of course he is. Yeah, I think we, I think we've seen what this relationship is like. Uh, yeah. But let's talk about Spencer, good old Spencer.
1: So we're at the visiting room in the county jail, and Spencer's meeting with Garrett, and uh, Garrett's like, "So have you talked to your mom yet?" And
0: Spencer's like, "Nope." <laughs> I'm gonna need a better reason to.
1: Yeah. Uh, how does she know that Garrett didn't? have somebody dig up allison's body for him and you know garrett's like look i didn't touch maya i didn't kill allison and you know what the body would have proved that
0: yeah What well, the grave you know what was in the grave would have proved my in- innocence uh but he won't say how yeah and spencer's like why would my mom or anyone else believe you're innocent and garrett's like someone in this town has he fooled people no, lie. no he
1: says somebody that you know very mm-hmm. well has you completely fooled
0: People lie, but medical records don't. So Spencer wants to know if he's referring
1: to Allison, and then she changes over to, "Is it about Jenna? Are you talking about Jenna?" Yeah, are you Allison, talking about Jenna. Yeah. No. And he's taken away by the guard. The guard who, oh, like, like <laughs> the guard just like his orders. His standing orders are just like whenever, like, Garrett's potentially about to say something, like, <laughs> r- whenever her, the conversation gets away. interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just drag him away. That Hastings bitch. Leave her wanting more.
1: Yeah. Um. So, later at Spencer's place, Toby is, like, overlooking, like, building plans or he's, something. He's
0: doing teen contractor stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What's it's Spencer Reed's, yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. What is he just like, yeah, we're going to put the drywall right there. I said to myself, <laughs> the only man on this crew, <laughs> <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> Spencer's probably because he's, I don't know, like, maybe does he does he bring this over to Reed when he uses her bathroom?
0: And Spencer's, learn, Spencer's just reading, but she's subtly, not subtly trying to get some info on Jenna here. She's like, you know, what did Jenna do this last summer? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, you know, I looked up the the camp she went to and it ended on the twenty third, so uh did Jenna stay in the Poconos or where'd she go? Yeah. And Toby's like, seriously, I I have no fucking idea. You know? Yeah, sp- Try to spend as little time as home as possible.
1: So he's basically packing up his shit before Jenna even left. Um the parents at the house, treated Jenna like a snow globe after the surgery didn't work out. Basically meaning they were afraid that she'd crack if the wrong question was asked of her.
0: Mm-hmm. And so Spencer, she's kind of tired and tense and so he he turns around and starts giving her a back massage, you know. And he says, you're a little tense. And she says, yeah I was born that way. <laughs> so he yeah, he tries to help
1: by lifting up the back of her shirt and like, kissing up her back. That's how you it give takes, a massage. It takes all of Two and a half seconds of this before Spencer is in like feral, horny mode, turns around and starts like attacking him with out.
0: and then they uh, hear uh, Veronica come in. And wait, I like
1: hold on, so yeah. it's like this is this is a slightly extended scene. Like she, they start making out. Like she starts pushing his shirt up as she starts to lay back. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of shots of like kind of wanting to show you like Keegan Allen's skin, but making sure that everyone in the audience sees that tattoo, like it might be important later.
0: Mm -hmm. and then they they hear veronica come in she like calls from the other room and so they very quickly kind of entangled untangle themselves just so that it's obvious that something was just happening when veronica walks in but at least she didn't witness it and she just says like fuck her she just says oh hello toby yeah
1: veronica's apparently had a shitty day Um,
0: well the way it comes out toby's like hello mrs hastings how was your day and she says, oh, I've had better days. As she's just glaring at Spencer. Like, just like glaring daggers at Spencer.
1: Yeah, the there's a mention of Melissa here. Um,
0: Ellen, think- the, the whole time, like, this whole scene, Mrs. Hastings is not happy with Spencer. She's like, Toby, will you be staying for dinner? Like, glaring at Spencer. And Toby's like, sure. And she's like, all right, I'll set another plate. You know, like, glaring at Spencer.
1: Yeah, it's very... Strange. Um the, s- the next night, Spencer's like chilling in a room when the phone rings. Before she can answer it, Veronica walks in and says, Ask whoever that is to call you back.
0: Yeah, because uh Veronica knows that Spencer is going to see Garrett and she's just like, What the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah. Um Spencer says that she goes there because there are a lot of things that she still doesn't understand and Emily's a wreck and you know, Veronica's like, Was is the DA sending you to ask these questions?
0: I like how Spencer, like, she tries to claim that Maya was her friend, too. Yeah. I just wanted Veronica to be like, oh, bullshit. You I hated wanted, her. Like, Everyone hated Maya. I,
1: I wanted Spencer to be, like, delivering that line while, like, drinking something so she could cough it up or spit it <laughs> yeah. out. Veronica's like, this is a dangerous man, Spencer. He wouldn't be locked up if there weren't damning or damaging evidence against him. Tell so yeah. Spencer never to go back there again. But really, though, this is Rosewood.
0: Well, Spencer's like, why am I being treated like a hostile witness? Yeah. And Veronica's just. Completely up her ass about this. Um, and she says, uh, or Spencer's like, Well, you know, like Allie's grave got dug up, and like Derek couldn't have done that. So obviously, he's not the only dangerous person in town. And Veronica's like, That's even more reason for you not to see him. People are going to think that you're the helper. <laughs> yeah. Which is an interesting thing. Like, I feel like Spencer was at one point a suspect. Uh, she doesn't seem to take that as seriously as Veronica does no no
1: well i mean veronica obviously this is her wheelhouse this is her you know this is her her legal profession Mm -hmm. but also at the same time it's like she's been through this whole thing with spencer before like spencer you've been number one suspect yeah before it doesn't look good that you're then you started dating the previous number (laughs) one suspect now you're repeatedly visiting the new number one suspect what the fuck Mm
0: -hmm. i like that uh, Spencer has a a lamp, and from that lamp is hanging like this giant S stencil, I guess, for Spencer. Uh, I just find that interesting. The this is an interesting stage scene because Spencer has a big ass oval mirror, and a lot of the shots are like the actions taking place in the mirror. You know, like you're seeing the backs of characters and their faces in the mirror as they talk to each other. It's interestingly framed. Yeah.
1: But Veronica repeats yet again to not go there again, Uh, and she even throws in the very mom like, am I clear? (laughs) So after school the next day, Toby and Spencer are eating at this outdoor cafe thing, and uh, Toby shows Spencer some eye drops that Jenna's been
0: using. They're in Jenna's bathroom, yeah, and they're prescribed to her after her surgery, but Toby points out that if you look at the date on these, these have been you know issued recently so she's the renewed re- yeah. renewed the suscript, the prescription why is she doing that and spencer's like see? yeah so later
1: at the county jail spencer of course because she was told not to she is <laughs> signing in to see garrett it's and like did
0: she hesitate at all i don't think so
1: <laughs> no the officer there tells her that you know she's the garrett's meeting his lawyer right now so it may take a while she'll have to wait so i'm just like fine so i like kinda, how spencer
0: i love the way spencer says may i wait like, she she turns into, like, good girl Spencer for a moment. Yeah. She's always very polite with adults. Yeah, um, so
1: she goes around a corner, and she's, like, getting the eyedrop stuff out, like, just ready to pounce on Garrett with this. And then she hears Garrett's lawyer come and talk to that same officer.
0: It's Veronica. What? And Spencer kind of peeks around and spies as Veronica is asking the the, like, the dude at the desk for a list of all the previous visitors that Garrett's had in the last five months.
1: Yeah, Spencer Spencer uh, hides as Veronica, like, leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, then later she meets with Garrett, and she asks what her mother was doing here. Just immediately, Garrett,
0: like, why is my mom here?
1: Garrett's, like, like the, the desperate edge to him is still there, but he's, like, much more coy and tight-lipped. He's just like, oh, I can't talk about that. My new lawyer advised against it.
0: And Spencer's like, is my mom your lawyer? What the fuck? She thinks you're guilty. What did you tell her? You know? Yeah.
1: Uh, Spencer is livid, and Garrett has himself. This time he elects to be escorted yeah. back to the cell. he's
0: just like, I have to go. Yeah, I have
1: to go get raped in the shower. Sorry.
0: So, I like the implication there that, like, there's something Garrett has that scared the shit out of Veronica, possibly, so much that she will represent him.
1: And I like that, too. It's not like Veronica just wants to take on an interesting case or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's that she's doing this because she's terrified. <laughs>
0: So are kind of closing here, a liar meet up in the school bathroom. They're talking, you know, they need more info from Mona because Hannah told them about what Mona said. You know, you're getting them again, the text. So Hannah's got to keep going back. Hannah's like, it's not easy with Caleb all over me. And I like how Spencer <laughs> says, I don't need to know that. <laughs> Spencer, Spencer horny this episode.
1: Yeah, Spencer is ready to pop. Um, she's
0: talking about Ezra's underwear. She's talking about Caleb being all over Hannah. Like, her mind is in that place.
1: Yeah, and Toby does the littlest, dumbest, stupidest teen contractors thing, and she's like, smoosh. is <laughs>
0: um,
1: like, can we please talk about the earring that Allison found on my dad's couch four years ago? And I love this, like Hannah, like, immediately, like, Spencer, ask your mom why the fuck she's representing Garrett, please. Like, like no one wants to talk about Aria's <laughs> earring yeah. right now.
0: And Emily's like, by the way, I'm pretty sure it was Jenna in the car that night. That and night, that, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Arya to Emily, she says, uh, you know, like who knows what you remember clearly? Like when we picked you up, you were calling me Arlene. Outlaw country. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> they they leave at the bell because Spencer can't be late again. They step out in the hallway and they see and overhear like Jenna meeting with somebody, some adult. And she says, Well, I just have to go fill up my water bottle real quick. So the girls duck back into the bathroom to hide. They hide
0: and in hide in the stall, separate stall. Spencer has time. a plan. Yeah. She needs that earring. Well, I like how she Spencer's like, "Oh, I have an idea. Give me that earring." And Hannah says, "Do I get to slap her again?" Yeah. <laughs> it's just LOL. Like she looks so gleeful about this. Yeah. Uh, and so Snap. Spencer gets the earring yeah. and she puts it on the sink like yeah. at the, you know, the washroom sink and then they go and hide in the stalls.
1: in two stalls. They watch Jack Jenna through the cracks, so she fills up her water bottle, and then she kind of dips her glasses down again, and she picks up that earring and examines it.
0: Yeah, looks at it and then puts it back, and there's these great shots of the liars uh, just watch. You just see, like, a sliver <gasps> of their face as they're watching through the gaps yeah. in the stall door. They're all watching this, and it cuts between all of them. They're like, oh, my God, that bitch can see, you know? So she
1: Jenna leaves, but she does that thing where she just, like, walks through the door, and then once she opens the door, she puts the cane down and starts, mm-hmm. like, tapping her way out of the hallway. The uh, girls erupt from the stalls, like, furious. Hannah's Han- ready to give her more. Hannah's message. ready
0: to kick some ass. And Spencer says, Hannah, stop. And Hannah says, stop, why? And then Spencer looks to Aria, and Arya says, don't look at me. I'm ready to hang a sign. Bitch can see.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: But Spencer's just like, realize. bitches, chill out. We yeah. know something that Jenna doesn't know that we know, and we're going to use this. This is how I it's done. F-
1: they're like, huh?
0: And, they're, and then they all get it, and they're like, "Oh!" And they all have like kind of devious smiles, especially Arya, because they they now know that Jenna is not blind, so they're going to find a way to use this to their advantage. Indeed, they are. So they have got our A tag. This is like, uh, it's like a surplus store, maybe.
1: Yeah, something like that. There's like,
0: uh, it's it sells clothing and knives apparently. Um, yeah. We see there's a bro at the counter. He's saying, "This is all we got. Season hasn't really started yet," which I found like a fun, funny meta line there. Uh, it's somebody who's wearing a red coat is buying some gloves and black hoodies, like multiple pairs. Yeah. And the red, guy, the red counter, coat, for red hood. Yeah. Guy's counters like, "So are you buying all these for a team?"
1: Boom, 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 boom.
0: And there we go. Blood is a new black. There's a red coat who apparently is assembling an A team.
1: Which is, we saw at the end of Unmasked, I believe, right?
0: We saw a red coat talking to Maya, or I'm sorry, Mona. <laughs> That was on purpose.
1: As yeah, they thankfully we saw nobody talking to Maya because <laughs> she was dead. Yeah,
0: Maya will never talk to anyone again.
1: Uh, but yeah, it's uh, this is a fun episode. I mean, it's kind of just keeping things going from the from the repilot.
0: Yeah, they are ratcheting it up again. We finally got Mona to say something, and it was, of course, awesome. Even <laughs> though it was like one line of dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> And there's a, there's a red coat. He's assembling a, a new band of tormentors. So this makes it interesting because it, I think in the past you were usually trying to look and see like, who, it, you know, like with Mona, it was like, well, Mona couldn't have done that because she was with Hannah at the time. You know, now it's like, who knows how many there are. A could, you know, the with multiple A's, they could totally cover their bases and it could always be you know somebody could always have an alibi even though they're on the A team.
1: Yeah. Um which I think on one hand would kind of infuriate like a viewer mm-hmm. of the show, you know.
0: Um cuz as we of, all know it's it's Arya's the the big A, so that oh, obviously. Obviously that's Arya in the red coat. Allison's red coat.
1: Which she never gave back. Yeah.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah. Um it, it was kind of that thing from, like, the Scream movies, you know, where you were just like, oh, shit, there's two of them.
0: Well, that was, like, it's, the the innovation of Scream. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they didn't want you to guess who the killer mm-hmm. was.
1: Um, But, yeah, this is definitely, it's a fun episode getting the wheels turning. We're getting back into the season. It's a high-energy season, thankfully. feels, I don't know, I feel like the show really improved since the first two seasons. Season two is obviously a lot better than season one. I feel like season three is, like, on a whole other level.
0: Yeah, I think they're they're ratcheting it up now. It, everything feels a little bit more intense, you know. Yeah. Like this new A isn't fucking around.
1: No, this new A is malicious. Yeah, a little macabre, like stealing bodies,
0: potentially like making necklaces out of human teeth. All right, so that was Blood is a New Black. The next episode is Kingdom of the Blind. Yeah, well. So we're gonna guess that that has something to do with Jonathan. She is the queen of the pine. <laughs> All right, see you next time. Bye bye.